Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com slash holiday. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome in today for episode 82 of the Pod Months Podcast. I'm your host, Char Char J, joined by my co-host, Luke. What's going on? And Harris Productions. What's up, everybody? Hope everyone's having a great Thursday night. Today, we're going to be talking about season two, episode 16, titled Homecoming. We're going to get into a deep dive about Harris history with her dad, Cham Sandula. And we're going to be seeing a big heist of taking over a ship and seeing what happens there. So we have one guest on today, and he is making his debut to our show. But before we start, Luke, Harris, are we ready? Yeah. Let's go. The Jedi Knights are all but destroyed, and yet your task is not complete, Inquisitor. The Emperor has foreseen a new threat rising against him. The Podwans Podcast. We are back. Okay, I love that. So I make a comment about it every fucking time. Oh, yeah. The it. thing that makes me mad is put in the private chat. I'll say it out loud. Chris did send me the recording. I just forgot to edit it because I've been busy. Dang it! <laughs> I had it in my. It's in my. It's in my. It's, it's in my computer right now. I just haven't done it. Uh, well, you, yeah. You quick got... shout out to uh, Chris at Star Wars Lawyer for making that beautiful introduction to our show. So uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you to him. Uh, if you're in the chat, say hello. How are you? Um, but, <laughs> um, but anyway, we have one guest on today. And he is making his debut to our podcast. He has been on for one of our Book of Boba Fett uh, watch-alongs, and he's making his debut for our Rebel show. Let's bring in the co-host of Dark Side Divas, Chris. Hello there. Hey, Chris. Ben, like Char said, you've been on for uh, um, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. But I, like, not to fan fanboy or fangirl whatever but like i love you and stuff shit it's so <laughs> it's such it's so good and you guys are so amazing but where can where can the good people follow you so that you can get more people to oh i mean uh i do dark side i'm half i'm the gay guy in dark side divas the gay guy a marvelous divas and one <laughs> of many uh gay people and queer people on for light and dice which is uh, my newer podcast uh so you can follow any one of those we're on twitter tiktok we're very active on TikTok. Uh, that's generally where we attack our uh, our fans uh, all the time, and uh, have a good time with it. Absolutely, awesome. I, I I honestly I am listening to you guys talk about Obi Wan, and I'm just like, God damn it! Like this is this is just so much fun to listen to. So yeah, we love the trauma. It's good times. We've only <laughs> we've only broken down and cried a couple times for that one, oh, so that's a good time. I mean, Chris, you've you've seen my reaction to when that first trailer came out right yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> can you talk about it like that's traumatizing and i and that was like maybe three seconds into that trailer oh that and... is nothing i always reference the hotel room okay kenobi right, episode fine. two all right so so uh, well this will just be our little banter section um so basically and this is a great fucking story no, you have I to tell the whole story tell the I whole story. story so we'll start because well, y'all were at celebration like, right yep, yeah yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. so friday um uh so i was able to get a a wristband for the kenobi premiere 
from uh cold name uh, uh Nick from uh code name Fulcrum. Cold name Fro- mm-hmm, Fulcrum. Mm-hmm. Um and that was the same moment that Hayden and, and Ewan came out on the celebration stage. And I I went one way, everybody went the other. And so then fast forward a little bit, we get in, I get in, I watch only the first episode because I we had to record our trivia tournament. Oh wow. Because it was between Chaco and Element. We were doing it at their Airbnb. Mm-hmm. I walk into the into the uh I walk into the Airbnb and I, and I go, Y'all motherfuckers ain't ready for this shit. And I just kept saying that. And then during the match, I referenced it. I referenced something that happened. Somebody no, said, Char. Oh, yeah, Char, Char says it. Char goes, Man, it's gonna be I wonder if they're gonna give us any flashbacks to, to the prequels. And I go, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I edited and like a GTA busted over Luke's face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, Alanis, not a Kyber, uh, was flying in, and she was freaking out, all this and stuff. But earlier in the day, uh, Harris' parents were like, "Hey, why don't you just watch it at our hotel? We can do this and that." Come to find out, they had gotten us a full bar food. <laughs> And they had gone to Best Buy and bought a fucking Roku TV. It was like a 55-inch 4K <laughs> Roku TV. Wow. I'm like, I go, oh, my God. I go, what the <laughs> fuck is this? So we start watching the first episode. And, like, I'm I'm just sitting back because I had watched it with a whole, like, a whole crowd at that point, that first yeah. episode. And I was like, oh, man, this is so much fun to watch everybody's reactions. And then the second episode came up, and I just sat down uh, next to Alanis, who now that's kind of like the first like that, that's kind of how we started dating was that kind of celebration we had been talking for a while but i'm not gonna get into that that's a little that that's that shouldn't be talked about but uh no, like the going. entire time the entire oh, oh oh okay i thought she was gonna say something but anyway uh so uh like we're sitting there and we get to the part where obi-wan and by the way i think episode two's music is by far the best. I listen to that at least once a day. Yeah, I haven't listened to too much of the soundtrack yet, so uh, oh, it's... It, it, it hurts. It hurts a lot. Oh, it hurts a shit ton. Mm-hmm. And then when Reva tells Obi-Wan or is talking about Obi-Wan uh, that Anakin is still alive, like the, the mention of him uh, about Padme. That's where you started to get broken. That's when I started to lose it. And then when they did the pan into An- uh, Anakin open his, opening his eyes, that also got me. You, he started and crying I, and screaming. I, I, I swear to God, I thought we were going to get a noise complaint. No, I was in... Crying, <laughs> screaming, throwing, I throwing up. Throwing up. All I was three. missing throwing up, but that's... That was the that was the beginning of the end for me. Yeah, that to I, prepare to prepare for Obi Wan, um, I watched a YouTube like I know you weren't supposed to record uh, at celebration during while the during the premiere, but somebody did. Oh yeah, uh, a audience recording reaction and like the 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 moaning, the screaming of the opening shot of Order sixty six and those little kids. That was that set yeah. the tone for the whole show. No, and, yeah, I yeah, it's yeah. Oh. So, but Disney like. Disney fucked me so hard. So for our first, our first Patreon event was going to be the Obi Wan Kenobi watch along. So we had, you know, we decided we were all going to stay up super late. You know, it's oh, uh, eleven right. fifty, yeah. eleven fifty Pacific time, right? But then they dropped yeah. it earlier. Yeah, they dropped it at nine. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, Atlant- Atlantis was on a plane and she was freaking well, out. We about knew it. we knew this because Luke, when you went to go meet up to get your badge, oh, we met yeah, with Andrew Dimavante. Right. Dimavante goes, Hey, I have inside horses, they're dropping it at nine. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, What? Yeah. 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 Awesome. Thanks, Disney. Thanks. Yeah, we were so <laughs> We had a whole agenda planned out. We were going to go do this trivia tournament and then do all these things and then um, and then have like a little like together watch party of... of and then Luke stuff. had to go get a badge and Luke everything just threw out the window. Hey, <laughs> hey, I was... And then everything just... I will say this, though. That, watching that, watching that first episode with a whole crowd is nothing that I have ever experienced in my entire fucking life. I, I it, can't imagine. I'm so jealous. I, it was I so surreal. I I got to so I only got to attend celebration on the last day, but I was there for the Bad Batch trailer. Oh yeah! And the feeling of being in that room and like when uh, Crosshair said says uh, Commander Cody. Oh, it was electric. Oh, erupting. That was nothing like it. Nothing. Atlantis, like it. Atlantis was literally punching me when Gungie came out. So when, she's like, "Did you see?" I'm like, "Yes, I yes. am looking at it right now." Like yeah. I'm watching it. When Gungie activated the lightsaber, the entire crowd went oh, nuts. It was fucking insane. It was so nuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm gonna miss celebration this year because I really wanted to go, but uh, not gonna. Not going to pan out, but hopefully they'll do it back in the States the following year. I'm pretty sure they're probably going to end up doing it in Florida. Guaranteed. I think so, too. Orlando or Chicago would be the next uh, Chicago, year. Chicago in 25 would be... Would I think be, Orlando's going to be next year. Would be really nice, actually. Mm-hmm. Considering Char lives in Chicago, and hopefully we'll be living in an apartment so that I can crash at his place. There you go. <laughs> no pressure, Char. Um, but, uh, we've, I think I, w- I had a whole, uh, question panned out, but now I'm just going to throw that to the, to the wind. Uh, Chris. So for our guests, we ha- ask a, explain the episode in two sentences or less. It can be funny. It can be serious. Give me, give me two sentences explaining the episode. Uh, uh, mom and dad issues combined with some double cross uh, realness, um, and that's it. Uh, I, I, you know, again, I've been like saturated in like sad Star Wars between like season seven Clone Wars and Andor <laughs> and Obi Wan. Like going to a Rebels episode, I, I literally, I legit started crying a little bit because it's like, oh, this is so happy and just freaking fun. I love this. So that's that's my summary of the episode. Yeah, like it's 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 a heart. Honestly, it, when I went back and watched watched uh, this episode, I was like, "Damn, family problems again!" No, Star Wars and, <laughs> and what? Child no. and parent issues? No way! Yeah, no, yeah, it's a it, and it's a very important episode, not only for Cham, but it's a, a huge episode for Hera. Um, but yeah, yeah, let's get into while we're talking about the story. Let's talk about the story. Never fails to amaze, Luke. That's all I have to say. With the sad music. This is why we can't have nice things. Yes. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, obviously, this this we're talking about episode 16 of season 2, Homecoming. Uh, we start off with uh, Hera um, and the, the ghost crew kind of trying to figure out 
how they can land. They're having trouble landing uh, their fighters and stuff like that. Uh, and they figure out that there is a hangar ship thingy. I don't really know exactly how to explain it. The carrier? It's a car- there you go. It's a carrier. Um, and it's over Ryloth, which is ironically where Hera's from. And then we get to meet, we get to see our uh, friend Champ Sandula after uh, what, what in the timeline? When was the last time we saw him? Technically, Lords of the Sith. Lords of the Sith does take, which is funny because a lot of people were at that time when this was coming out. That was the thing that people were upset was that he's not like he's nothing like he wasn't in, in Lords of the Sith. Like, how do you how do you mess that up? Because the book actually came out before the season of rebels. Mm, I didn't know it was that old. Yeah. It was one of it was one of like the first couple books it, that was, it was a new dawn, Tarkin, Heir to the Jedi, and Lords of the Sith. Yeah, Lords of the Sith was like one of the first like uh rolled out publishing books for Disney when they first bought it. So that had come out um but like it it's so night and day with him and people were so upset but now but now it's kind of interesting to look at it now. There, it's actually pretty similar to how he is in Lords of the Sith, because if you look at what he does in Lords of the Sith and the way he acts towards the begin, towards the end of this episode, it's like very, very, very similar. Um, obviously, the Rebels crew meets up with Champ, Cham, Kanan, which was going to be my first question. Uh, we see Kanan at the beginning of uh, the episode get really nervous when meeting Champ. Who in the Star Wars universe would make you nervous like that? I mean, I don't know anybody that wouldn't make me nervous, actually. I mean, of <laughs> course, the, you know, any any of the Sith would make me nervous because it's like, are you going to ask me for a favor, murder me, or a combination of both? Um, <laughs> yeah. I think Leia would be the one I would be most nervous about, though. Ooh, that's a fair one. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, because she does have that gravitas. She has that presence. Like she commands a room. Like there's a lot of people. Um, you you just like I've known people that 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 have that aura. Like they just mm-hmm. they take charge. You're just kind of like stepping back and you look from afar. You know, and Leia definitely fits that for sure. Harith, who would you be? Uh, I, I'm gonna go Saw Gerrera, even though that's the stereotypical answer. <laughs> you know, yeah. well, oh, you don't know. mind him welcoming and and charming and. <laughs> warm <laughs> i mean all those actions are justified but you never know what he's gonna pull out imagine being like a situation like hey where you're like jane you're just like i don't know what the fuck he's gonna do next no yeah and if he thinks you're lying to him he's gonna bust out some crazy tentacle monster to like warp your mind it's fun times yeah Good times, oh yeah, yeah. saw so, uh, not problematic at all <laughs> um uh char who would make who would make you nervous who would make me that... nervous oh God. i got six letters for you Oh, T A R K I N. Oh, Tarkin. Absolutely. That's another one, though. But his is more like he commands a room, but he also knows all of your dirty secrets. Yeah. Like he does. Like if you haven't read from a certain point of view, that man gets down. He knows. He knows exactly hey, what's going Luke, on. Luke, always remember the mouse droid knows everything. Yeah, the mouse droid does know everything. <laughs> like, hey, they're Tarkin, just there to clean. Tarkin. Tarkin and and I will always well, say this when I will I will say this whenever we talk about Tarkin Tarkin is honestly one of my favorite villains that isn't Darth Vader because mm. he's very like for as little screen time as he had in a new hope he commands that 
especially and it's and that's a lot saying you have that with with Vader in the same fucking room that you are able to command that presence. You know what I mean? Like that's wild to do that. Yeah. Um. And he's also that that annoying friend who'd be like, "Hey, can I borrow your phone? Mine's not working very well." And you're like, "Sure." And like he looks up your browser history instead of like <laughs> looking up the thing that he was saying he was going to use the phone for. Yeah. 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 You go oh, through yeah. all your photos and look at all the screenshots. And you're like, "Huh? Oh, oh, you're into that? <laughs> you sick fuck!" <laughs> and he'll what? blackmail you. Yeah. yeah what the fuck? <laughs> hey. hey. Have you ever heard? I'm gonna have to start using incognito when I'm around that man. Like all the stormtroopers are like, "All right, we gotta, we gotta clear our data pads. We gotta clear them. <laughs> gotta get rid of them." <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I honestly, there's, like, I'm kind of with you, Chris. There's a lot of of uh, characters that I would be like very nervous about. Um, but honestly, it'd be, uh, it would be Obi Wan. Obi Wan, it's like it's. He's not it like you don't know how to approach him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's so he would be so endearing and be like try to like like be nice and stuff like that. But it's like, how do I approach somebody that is so like well known? You know what I mean? It's just and also and or mommy Mothma. I would be definitely afraid. I'd be like, all right, step on me. Go ahead. Come on. Do it, yeah, man. yeah, my Mothma is next level. Um, I mean, pretty much anybody in the Andor cast, I would be yes. intimidated with. Uh, oh, uh, how would we Val. not mention Luthen? Oh, Luthen! Oh, yeah. yeah, holy shit! Without the wig. <laughs> yeah, without uh, the no, wig. both the way he's able to flip on a dime. Hell no! <laughs> you just see him just pull up. He's like, "Hey, Mon, how are you, dude?" I, I Luthen. Oh, Luthen. I see. It makes me wonder how, how he's gonna last throughout the rest of season two. You know what I mean? I don't think he will. No. I don't, yeah, yeah, see, I think he gets I outed. Think he will. But... I think he will. Just, mm-hmm. hey, if three seasons are guaranteed, they're gonna keep no, until the season, end. Two Just seasons. Two. Bozo. Two seasons. He's gonna die. He's gonna make end. it out somehow. K two is the one that kills him. Then Cassian reprograms him. Oh. oh god congratulations wow damn sorry he has a coolest ship though doesn't he oh my god yeah lightsaber ship baby yeah lightsaber yeah. ship holy shit <laughs> oh man but sorry i got us see i told you it would get it derailed and it wasn't even our guest who derailed it it's me who derailed it um yeah <laughs> kenny thanks for showing up uh also uh if you're in the chat if you wouldn't mind hitting a like on the stream that would help us immensely uh but let's actually talk about this episode so my first quote my first real question do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs consider a henson razor henson razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each that means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more over a couple years that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way to learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. 
of the episode. Wow, all your questions uh, aren't real, Luke? Damn. Uh, no, they're not. They're all made up. <laughs> Some are imaginary. <laughs> Some just come to my mind right away, you know? Hey, you just gotta wing it. Uh, in this episode, we see Heron Cham interact for the first time in years. Um, how do you think Cham's experiences have shaped Hera? Ha- um, man, I weirded that weird. Hold on. Let's restart that. How do you think Cham's experiences of being a leader made Hera into the leader that we see throughout the rest of the, se- the series? Well, there's that whole burden of responsibility thing, right? Yes. Um, and that's the my favorite moment of the episodes at the very end where she tells him, I learned how to be a leader through you. But like he's so he's so PTSD'd out by this point that he's so like focused on this like small thing from Harris perspective. And Harris like shaking him like you did it before you cared about the whole world and not just your village before. Why can't you do it again? And I, I just, I, I love that so much about this episode. And he's obviously uh, more of a fanatic now and mm-hmm. just obsessed with uh, hurting people back the way he got hurt. No, yeah, because like like you said, Chris, he's been doing this for as long as we have known him as a character. Like the first ever mention of Cham is him fighting with Mace, like fighting, like capturing Mace Windu. <laughs> And it's like, bro, what the hell are we doing here? So it's like to see his extremity and and like Hera never gets to the point of the extreme part of how Cham leads, but mm-hmm. she knows how to get the best out of the people because that's what Cham does. Cham knows how to use his words and use those words and also his actions to really get the rebellion going. Because if you think about it, if Cham joins up with the rebellion, like as a whole and not just Ryloth, that's a dangerous. That's a dangerous duo right there. Yeah, because the rebellion needs more fanatics, right? <laughs> well, I mean, hey, they got they. Think about that. Think about the lineup: Cham Sindula and Sagarera and Luthen <laughs> and Luthen. Oh that would be the the power trio. They, mm-hmm. they would have the the empire wouldn't have lasted. There wouldn't have been a trilogy. It would have been gone. <laughs> somehow they would have killed Palpatine. I, I don't know. They would have killed Tarkin, Palpatine, Thrawn, and Vader. They're all done. <laughs> like, and and this is such a great episode because it, like, again, with, with Rebels more than Clone Wars, right, we see more, like, honed-in character development. You know what I mean? Like, with Kanan being, like, off-guard, messing things up because he's nervous about his girlfriend's dad, like the whole stereotypical, like, oh, you're meeting the dad, and the dad's kind of like a big deal. And and I, I love how they acknowledge that through Ezra yeah. too. Yeah, straight Ezra's... up. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, you're never <laughs> like this. Like, it, it's just so wholesome to see all these characters like n- more or less grow throughout. I think I think the most character development happens in season two. Because there's mm-hmm. a lot that happens. Um, season two and season three have the same episode length, correct? Yeah. Yes. It's so, pretty consistent across the entire season. Yes. Or series. No, Why is it season? 16, because it's 16 towards the end. Oh, right, yeah, shorter, right. It's short, the last season is shorter, and the first season is shorter. The two in the middle are the longer ones. Yeah, I think it's important to note, though, that Hera hasn't been at war as long as her dad. I mean, her dad's been at war for a long time now. I'd be curious to see her in, Ahsoka, in the Ahsoka show, 
at the after all the shit that went down and see what she's like then i would love it if she has like more of a fanatical uh energy i need to get back to alphabet squadron because after her experiences with the stuff that happens from what i know well it would be very interesting because after the battle jacket with all the departers well and also well also uh what happens in uh um the video game not inferno squadrons squadrons she's in that oh, as yeah. well yeah 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 i forgot so about that it's like she's she like and also you have to and chris brings up a great point like she has to think about hey like she doesn't like she sees the good and the bad of like her father and she sees the bad it's like maybe she's just like i've seen these kind of tendencies before i know kind of where i need to like put the line that's a line i don't cross and I feel like maybe that's also, kind of where that meant it, where you might see it in that Ahsoka show. Also, the the fact that Jason's going to be around. Yeah. What if her parenting tactics is going to be like different compared to Cham? Oh wow. Yeah, that's 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 insanely wild. Um, but the second uh question, the final question I have, uh, Cham ends up betraying Hera and the Ghost crew. Uh, why do you think? It was important to show uh, Cham in this light, especially with how he is in, like the other media that we are that we have seen him in. I think well, it, it the what one thing I love about Rebels that Andor takes and runs with and like hones in on is the fact that you know we've heard I heard the the term Rebel Alliance and I didn't know what that meant Alliance of what it's just a bunch of people fighting the Empire right. As a kid, I didn't really realize that there are different groups fighting the Empire, but they have their own agendas, and they don't necessarily all get along. And Rebels, from what from what I remember, is the first time I really saw that. Andor took that and oh, yeah. blew that up. Uh, so I love the fact that, yeah, 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 Chomsandula is a rebel, but he cares about Fallujah. Or not Fallujah. Um, Ryloth. Ryloth, yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I love that perspective, and I love that he has, like, he cares about this one thing, one thing only, and he's even willing to screw his own daughter to get what he wants, and that's that's a big deal. Yeah, it's it's insanely, it's it's huge. Uh, Harrod, no, Chris absolutely hit the nail on the head. He was willing to blow up an entire ship just for the meaning of like, I'm going to destroy the empires at any cost, anything necessary. I will do it just for you. Like that is oh so good. Yeah, it's it's it. it uh, like I said, he does he does it in Lords of the Sith. He plans on killing. He 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 sets up a a ambush for two of the baddest motherfuckers in the entire galaxy, Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine, and he almost does it. He's the only one that has gotten close to killing the Emperor, besides that one comic run in in the Marvel Star Wars. There was a. There was a spy for the rebellion that got really close to Palpatine, and he. There was another assassination attempt, but he got oh, caught. I would argue, in Son of Death, and Mother Talisman as well, got pretty damn close. Well, I mean, like in, in the Empire, if you're, in, in the Empire era, dub. I'm just saying, people that got close to killing Palpatine. Oh yeah. How many people have tried killing? The, the, that list is a long list, right? And yeah. Palp- Palpatine getting older, it's like. Uh, it's like you can just push him down the stairs in the Death Star <laughs> or something. So it's like, it's like that guy. I'm sure is getting used to assassination attempts all the time. Well, I mean, hey, he was. Uh, I mean, also Vader. You know. Well, yeah, exactly. 
Um, I mean, with, with... Mexico. <laughs> yeah, 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 Mexico. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's why he was trying to find uh, the uh, diets that he could live forever. You know, because then he can just essence put it. And that's the like. I hope with this new thing that we're doing every other Friday, we're doing uh, a podcast with with Chris, and we're talking about kind of not. How do I want to word this? We're talking about not the discourse issues, in the community. But, yeah, discourse in the communities with certain subjects, right? So, mm-hmm. like this week, we're going to be talking about like the discourse between the Last Jedi and like 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 Canto Bite specifically. Like, what is it really important? Is it necessary? That's what we're talking about this this week. Next week or the the following week, in two weeks, we're going to be talking about Anakin Skywalker and how him and uh, how like. Well, one point will be people looking at him and Vader as as two separate beings, which absolutely drives me fucking nuts. Um, And then, like, the characterization with jumping off of that with people saying, oh, uh, it's not it's not Anakin's fault. It's not Anakin's fault for turning to the dark side. It's like. Yeah. Also, I want to add, I think we mentioned it during the discussion when we were talking about the episode, like different depictions of Anakin in different media, like how Anakin is different in like Queen's Hope versus Brotherhood or Anakin's different in the Revenge of the Sith novelization versus Clone Wars and like all Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. different ways different writers characterize Anakin. Yeah, it's it, it. That's that's what you guys get to look forward to here in a couple of weeks. But well, yeah. Well, first of all, I'm shocked that you're suggesting p- people don't like Last Jedi. I've never I never heard that before. <laughs> um, and and <laughs> boom. Uh, but when 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 Steph and I say uh, if there's a particular subject that generates the most heat for us between my gross jokes and her funny shit, <laughs> um, it's when we say something negative about Anakin Skywalker. Especially on TikTok, it like the heat comes down upon us, and it's just it, like overwhelming. And it's like, yeah. really, it, it, Chris? It, it's it, being an Anakin Skywalker fan, and then having Anakin stands, and I put this in quotations, Anakin stands, yeah, and then getting lumped in with them is the most frustrating thing I've ever had to deal with, because it's like they'll make every excuse for him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, did you not watch any of the movies? Did you not watch any of the shows? Did you did you not did did you just put the blinders on and just say, oh, he did nothing wrong? Like, come on! Like in episode yeah. two, he slaughters a whole bunch of Tuscans out of out of revenge. Like, yeah, that, that murder is bad. Call me crazy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, like like him turning into a fascist. That's not a good thing. It, it's like. If you love a character, you got to recognize their flaws. Like I love yeah. villains. I, you know, on the Marvel side, I love Thanos. I love other villains like him, but he's a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> he does bad things, and it's it's always bizarre to me when people are like, "Well, he's justified. There's too many people. Let him let him wipe out half the population." It's like, really? No, it's, it's, not it's good. It's, it's like it's it's, it's a, a game of thing. It's the Game of Thrones thing. It's like you can like a character and admit they're fucked up people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I love Damon Targaryen, but man, he is one fucked up character. <laughs> like I don't I, I, like I, I am team I am team black, but like the it's it's weird how people it, like you said, Chris, you can love a villain, but you have to realize like the, like that's the compelling thing about Anakin is that he is he is a cautionary tale, and that's how George wrote him, is that he wasn't supposed to be the he was supposed to be the best of them, and he failed. Mm-hmm. 
That's the most compelling part about his character. Chris, I agree. Be, I agree. He was a great be, Sith, though. Great you, Sith. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you got to be. You got to be on for that episode. On on in a couple of weeks, we'll we'll talk about that more more later. Okay. But I, I'm I'm see another derailment too for those keeping track at home or listening. That's two times. Uh, I really need to keep a tally up and just like and at the do. end of the show, yeah, you gotta yeah. have a counter in the upper right corner or something. <laughs> Yeah, we do. Total, total derailments in the history of Pod One, and it just no. goes up and up. <laughs> no, we it would be so long, but they used to be so much worse when we were talking about Clone Wars, though. Oh, oh when you're talking about season one, season two, it was <laughs> you have to, because it's like uh, you have to fill the dead air because season one is. I, I, I there's a season, lot. Season one of Clone Wars is like the hardest thing to get through, and I'm not even <laughs> kidding. It is so hard. Uh, but well, I... yeah, tell me about it. I, uh, it took us uh, a whole two years to get through Clone Wars, and there That's were right. there were a couple episodes that were a slog for us, like the Baron Papadoya Papado uh, arc was really yes. rough for us. We were no. just weren't a fan. Yeah, because you guys were going through it episode by episode. Uh, we got... eventually condensed uh, to That's arcs. Right. That's uh, right. Yes, Luke did the same tough. thing too, and I was like, Luke, what are you doing? No, I was just like, uh, like Harith goes one day, he goes. Why are you going episode by episode? You're never gonna get done with this. And I was like, it, "Yeah, you're right. You're you're right. You're right." And like now with Rebels, it's like we don't know which episode goes with which episode for an arc. We had to so sit, literally like, grab oh. my co-host from Dayflano and be like, "Yo, sit down. Uh, what episodes can we combine? And which yeah. ones can we not?" Because like, it, it, like that's the thing with Rebels. Like the first couple of episodes in season one go together. And then it's just single, 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 and then the last three go together. Yeah. With rebel, with rebels in season three and four, there's more of a cohesive. There's more arcs than there are just regular episodes, just one-off episodes. But which makes rebels go longer than Clone Wars? It does. It does. I don't know. You said it earlier. I the the story in Rebels for me is a lot tighter because it's like focused on this like found family. Yeah. So I'm I'm hesitant to lump them together i just want to kind of i would want to take my time with it and you know the, those little moments where like you know for like in this episode zeb and sabine giving each other shit coming up with plans like, yeah. i love those little moments i could talk about those moments for a long time and we probably will when we get there oh yeah yeah absolutely absolutely oh, uh yeah, jar. oh sorry oh what's up ready for your section i am ready for this let's dive into the lore of homecoming don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. And we're here for the lore of Homecoming. All right, so today's lore is about father and daughter relationships. Oh, no. Ah, uh, <laughs> quoted Eminem. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> here we in go. This, in this episode, it is heavily focused on the rekindling relationship between Hera and her father, Cham. In the saga, the father-daughter relationship plays a major role for our heroes. Examples are Bail Organa and Leia Organa, Lando Calrissian and his daughter, Kadara, as revealed mm. in Shadow of the Sith, Galen Urso and Jyn Urso, Emmanuel Doza and Tora Doza from Resistance, and many more. Did you say you Galen choose... and Jyn Urso? Did you say that? Yeah. Okay. Just making yeah. sure. I'm, I'm, I'm still going. Um, if you could choose one father figure to raise you in the Star Wars universe, who would be your daddy? 
Jeez. The nice. way you the way you said that. I, that's why I added the nice. You gotta acknowledge it, okay? <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. Nice. I mean, can I can I say Qui-Gon Jin? Ooh. You could. You could. Uh I, I thought he was uh, I thought he was my favorite father figure. Uh he gave me the best father figure energy in Star Wars. You know, yeah. I love Look, I love Bale, but as I've joked on my podcast many times, that dude leaves as soon as it gets tough. He bails. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and pretty much everybody else, like, they have issues. Like, Galen has, like, uh, so much baggage, and I don't want Palpatine to be my dad. Yeah, fuck that. That's fucked up. Yeah, no, I'm not yeah. going to do that. So, yeah, I, I love Qui-Gon's energy, and I would want him to be my dad. Here's a... Here's a, here's a, here's a... <laughs> Din... Uh, depends on what uh, context you're using it in. Okay. Daddy's a state of mind. Obviously, I'm assuming Daddy. it's a parental figure, not like a a Friday night thing. You know. You know. <laughs> hey, we're not running over here, time, Daddy. Oh Jesus! Hey, I'm have not saying got... it's no holds bar, but you know. Chris, you you've have you gotten to the episode where we talk about the clones? Uh, I don't think so. What, what was oh, the joke? Oh no! <laughs> I that you'll have to message me when you listen to that episode that is probably our best episode oh my gosh i have to go back and watch it i do love me i love me that episode a lot yeah Rem- yeah well mm-hmm. so feral remy uh and danielle uh oh, no. writing in the star star wars were on that episode and you know how much they are they are crazy for clones as it, am i it it gets wild We'll just say that it, it just takes a heel turn and it just nose dies and we just follow it all the way. To the it's bottom. like it's like we get in we get into the conversation and, and they're like, oh yeah, have you read this this fanfic? What about this fanfic? Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster, in a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. Yeah, we got into a whole debate about fan fiction. And then then clone fucking, it was a whole conversation. (laughs) That's a topic I'm very familiar with. Yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. See? Hey. Bad Batch is good. Bad Batch is really good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Chris said his father figure would be Qui-Gon Jinn. Harith, who would be your daddy? Even though the joke from Chris is very funny, I got to go with Bail Organa. I'm sorry. Bail Organa, he's, dro- he's yes. dropping your ass real fucking hey, quick. Hey, ba- Bail Organa's a good dad, though. You know, maybe oh, yeah, Nobi yeah, yeah. was like, you know, knucks with Leia. Like, or, or if I can't go with Bail, I'll go with uh, Panaka. Oh, that's a good one. Panaka, pre-Empire or post-Empire? Pre-Empire for sure. I'm not going that fascist version of him. Uh... <laughs> he's the imper- he's imp- an Imperial officer mm. in the Kamal sector. I, 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 have a fe- I have a feeling I know what Charles is. Django Fett. No. 
No. Oh, but that's a good one, though. No. Yeah. It's not him. Okay, it's who Boba is Fett. it? <laughs> no, but, the, but Boba Fett was never a daddy. What are you talking about? He would be the other kind of daddy. Yeah, yes, that would. would be the Friday mm-hmm. night daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every night daddy. Oh, you know, yes. <laughs> Tomorrow. Yeah, for that for that one, it would be like either Boba or Lando would be the other. Lando. <laughs> Lando would be you know what? Lando would be a good I would want Lando. Just for like the way the way he cares so much about uh when when he's looking for his uh for his daughter. Like that that kills me every time, but like that just shows the dedication of him. Or what kills me the most in Shadow of the Sith is the interlude chapter with him and his daughter going in the cape closet. Oh, oh. god damn it. Um, you see, the reason why I would want Lando as my dad is because he would teach me how to be a level 99 max prestige Riz Lord. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I would get all the women and men. There you go. Hey, snap. There you go. Hey, we we <laughs> also your gambling skills, Char, would be up even more than usual. By the way, Char just knows how to fucking win money anyway. <laughs> I just don't understand it. Char Sabak, we're done. It's just it's over. Uh, no, because no, he would be dumb. He'd say, Oh, I got a good hand. And then Lando would probably do the whole little tr- card trick thing, and then we'd lose all of mm. our money. The green yeah. silop. The green silop. Yeah. In an immediate silop. idiot's array. The best hand you can get in Sabak. Um <laughs> didn't pat bring a, a sabak uh, yes he did set, uh, celebration yeah he why did. did we all play yeah we, there was a lot there was a lot going on with with celebration i know but year. it's never too late to gamble well, yeah I mean, playing you know, and sabak. Strong, strong recommendation next time you go to a disney theme park with ogas bringing a sabak game with you it's the best it's just like the best mood ever you have to be oh. standing sitting in the booth but like it, it's awesome dude yeah i absolutely absolutely um Man, bring it, bring up the whole dad thing. Yeah, Luke, Here's... Luke, let me ask you this Who is your daddy? Who's my daddy? Um, man, uh, I don't, I, that's a tough one because instantly I want to go to my what if if Anakin Skywalker would have been wouldn't have gone to the dark side, he would have been a great father, yeah. He would have. He would have been an, a fantastic father. Like the way he cared so much about Padme. Like, and if he would have had a chance to be with the kids, like I, uh, I, th- I thought you'd go. I thought you'd go with the Silka thing because that's more like yes, it's brother and sister, but it's still like you can kind of see the parental things kind of. Oh no, yeah, bit. absolutely. I mean, Anakin does a great at, when he's not being a fascist, you know, and and being uh kind of a problematic person. Uh, he genuinely cares about those that are closest to him, even though that is his downfall. He he gives he's not a person. OK, so to compare it, he is the partner that gives you so much and is like the loyal friend that they will do absolutely anything for you, mm-hmm. no matter what, who you are, what you're doing, what your situation is. They'll always be there for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if Anakin Skywalker legit cares about you, he's gonna do anything for you. And from the kid, from if he had to take care of kids, he'd also be have oh. an extra feeling of like missing his mom. He wouldn't want his kids to miss their parent. And and if Padme did pass away, still, like he would be even more so that right. So yeah, he would be, I, would really I know what that. you mean, Chris. By he will do anything, anything. Yeah, whatever. Even case. possibly still fall to the dark side, but at least it would be for a better cause than like. Power <laughs> yeah. <or anything> right? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> 
No, uh, but honestly, I think my uh, I think my pick. Oh man, I haven't really thought about this. Damn it! Uh, let's go to the. Does the chat have anything? I'm surprised you're not saying Obi Wan. I would. I see. That's what I was thinking, but then I was like, "Oh well, that's too on brand. That's well, too on brand. It's a brand I mean, for a reason." Yeah, there is a brand for hey, a reason. Hey, Luke, I, I, you have your brand. You should stick to it. You know, no, even it's stereotypical. Stupid. Even though the audience is like, "Yeah, we know Luke's gonna go with Obi Wan." I mean, I am. I mean, I am Obi Wan. I I plan on doing. Well, Chris, you might find this interesting. I'm doing blue Obi Wan for the with the gray, uh, not poncho. What is that? called technically it's like a cape thing that he wears it's like a you know I, rem- I i had this discussion somebody told me and i don't remember i i don't know i, it's, I a... it's weird cloak cape thing yeah i don't, yeah. I don't remember but penny, uh penny I'm... in the chat uh we're looking for specifically father fathers figures. yeah not not mommies well by, yeah. by that logic it's it's gonna not... be quinlan Ventress could be Whoa. your dad. I don't know. Whoa. I don't Quinlan think Quinlan would be, would be a... your dad. Quinlan, Quinlan <laughs> would be the one that would teach. He'd be the bad uncle. Yes. He'd no, he'd be, be the, the bad uncle. fun uncle. Yeah, he'd be Just the... don't yeah. give him alcohol. Just don't give him he'd alcohol. But if he had his own kids, he would take a job where he had to travel a lot, so he would be home, <laughs> you know? Oh, I gotta go to Coruscant uh, for uh, oh, reasons. Man. Oh, man. Kenobi's talking. Oh, my what are you talking about? I didn't know oh, Chase is here. <laughs> Chaos is here. Um, is so, yeah, Luke, with... Luke said Anakin. I said Lando. Or I didn't say Lando, but I agree with Lando as mine. Chris, you said Qui-Gon. And then Harith, you said Bill Organa. As we move forward into the next segment, if you want to go ahead and drop your father figures in the chat, we would, you know, we would love to see what your opinions are on that. But anyways, let's dive into Harith's segment with the interconnectedness. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. <laughs> what? What? what happens in between the segments will never be said for a reason. Oh, no, but I'm pretty sure. Sh- uh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Luke, what are you talking about? Well, what happened? I, Not, like Nothing. Get get into your interconnectedness so I can just forget what I just saw. What are you talking? Look, you, that was all you. Yeah, you're going insane, man. And you know the the corn's really getting to you in Nebraska. Anyway, let's get to the segment. I don't know how I'm going to finish this, but man, I'll find a way. Man, did that Harris, fall go ahead. flat? Harris, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so speaking of interconnectedness, we've seen a lot of skeleton that the story is built on, from Clone Wars arc with Ryloth to the Bad Batch's Ryloth. Two-parter, and then we even see Champs and Duel in its Edgelord era, trying to kill Palpatine. Do we need more Champs and Duel stories? Why or why not? Why not? I mean, I I want more Star Wars, and um, <laughs> yes, uh, twi- love that. Twi- one. Uh, uh, and the Twilight story, I think, is really important. Um, you know, I. Steph and I have talked about about this in Dark Side Divas. It's a little unfortunate the way the Twi'leks were originally introduced and yes. our, you know, mm. the women are all French speaking, all that kind of stuff. So I feel like it's really important to give them a lot more identity, a lot more history. You know, I want more I want more Chom. I want more Twi'leks in general. You know, and I feel that way about all the other species. I want more Wookiee stories. I want more yes. um Doro stories. Um uh on on uh my podcast for Light and Dice, I 
person on that on that podcast randomly decided they should travel to a, a system called Yagdul, where the Given are, and there is zero lore about them, uh, so I had to make <laughs> a lot of stuff up. Uh, so I would personally love more Given stories, just for that reason. So like, I I don't see the problem with there being more Chom stories. I I mean, I love Hera to death. So uh, part of her story is her father. So yeah, it just exactly. Makes sense. And yeah. Again, and I don't want to. Of course, of course, Luke would agree with the Wookiee stories. Luke, you, we're getting more in Bad Batch. Yeah. So, I mean, also, you're, like, I you're a sucker for loved Wookiees. that. You're last a sucker week. for Wookies. Holy shit! Yeah, I well, love that episode. I mean, oh God, we great. can we can fill in the gaps, so we also need to know what happened after the Bad Batch left with Hera and what the remaining Ryloth rebellion was like, because we know obviously Hera's mom dies, but we don't know how. I'm thinking we're seeing that in season two. I oh, think they are yeah, too. And I was just what, thinking that. What, 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 what's my boy Hauser up to? What yeah, are you doing? That, the, hottest the, the hottest of the clones. The hottest of the clones, arguably. I swear, that man, when, it, when Twitter went on fire when that man showed up. Mm-hmm. They're like, whoa, Hauser. Give me a piece of that. Hauser's getting it done. <laughs> Brothers, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, what are we yeah, doing? You mean the best gift of all time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, brothers, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> um, I think we, like Chris was saying, I think the fact that Twilight, Twilight, throughout the Star Wars universe have been kind of like been problematic, and us giving them more nuance and making them like actual characters, not just like. You what know, we see, sexual, what we see but they're sexualized. Yeah. yeah, they're being sexualized. They're being like these. These characters actually are like they have good stories. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, even in uh, Resistance Reborn, I need to read uh, that so badly. They uh, they go to Ryloth after the Last Jedi. Oh, and they give uh, a lot of backstory um, to uh, to like. Uh, Ryloth as a planet because obviously when you watch the Clone Wars and you watch Rebels and you get all this other con- context Rise of the Re- uh, not Rise of the Resistance but Resistance Reborn is a really good book if you're looking into like Ryloth stuff. the reason why I haven't read it yet is I've been told by so many people it's like the end game of Star Wars it connects so many of the books it, and content together you probably need to like I read I think it's Aftermath Inferno Squadron there's a couple others that I'm missing. It's like they make so many connections between they all the post sequel content. Yeah. Or post sequel content, most OT content. It's like yeah. it connects everything together. Yeah, it's great. But um, I'd like to see Cham before the Clone Wars. Ooh. Give me a story about him before he went into being a fanatic. Aww. Because remember, in that Ryloth arc, Omfri Tar is very much against Syndulla. Because they ran against each other for that Senate seat, and Cham lost. So think about that, like a little espionage, political, like it could be a book. I think that'd yeah. be a perfect or a comic miniseries or a comic. But I think, I think the two eras that we really haven't seen a ton from post sequels, mm-hmm. and. And and pre kind of like we're getting it with the High Republic, but I want pre Phantom Menace. Pre, I want I want honestly I want in between Phantom Menace and and 
I was just talking about that. It's it's the least explored era in the prequel era, which I'm kind of sick with Clone Wars content. Yeah, we only have one book and a comic miniseries. Yeah. What? We have a 10 year gap and we're not really going to explore that? Yeah. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll get it. With Acolyte, maybe season two, three, maybe they'll go there. I don't know. Cla- yeah, Claudia yeah. Gray, Anakin, Obi Wan book, when and it's just a sequel to Master and no, Apprentice. No, I mean, no, I mean, but we no, do get a little Mike, bit of a visual medium with uh, the lost, uh, the the Sith Lord and Tales of the Jedi, with it being mm-hmm. like right after. Uh, yeah, we get a little bit, but I mean, like, but like that's like the, the that's like the precursor to yeah. Attack of the Clones and what transpires there. Well, I mean, we haven't really seen the rise of the Separatists in book content. That's no. True. We've only seen it in well, obviously Attack of the Clones, but we like we got hints of it in Master and Apprentice at the end, but it's like we've yeah. never seen it like how it happened. Yeah, I'm I'm just I think we need more story. I, I and I and, and to bring it back to the actual question, yes, I think we need more stories involving Twi'leks. I mean, we're seeing it, and we saw them in Ma- the Mandalorian. We saw some Twi'leks there, mm-hmm. but like we. Harold was our first real. No, that's not true because Cham was introduced as well. But I mean, like cool. as like a front character of a Twi'lek, she mm-hmm. was the first real Twi'lek to be on screen in the main cast. So cool. like seeing her do all these amazing things, I think is done. Tying it back back to Cham Sandula, I just thought about this. We get the line later on, in season four from Thrawn when he's like, "You had a brother," and he's talking about the yes. Oh, I, I'm forgetting the name of it for a good second. The, like, her family heritage, like the... Why am I forgetting it? I feel so bad. Uh, uh Kalakori. Uh, Kalakori. Yeah, yeah. It's in a really funny way, like the Kalakori. Kalakori. <laughs> you got the Kalakori. You had a brother. Just, like, we, we need to see how that happened, because I assume he got killed during the Clone Wars, because he's not in Bad Batch. Or maybe before. Yeah, we don't know. Maybe maybe the election went wrong in... in... Uh, oh no! Cam's son got in the middle and found out things and died. That could always be it. Like, I- I'm not trying to delegate myself to write Star Wars because I I wouldn't know how to do it. But I can be an ideas guy. Maybe not all my ideas are going to be great. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that is Char Char J. You're absolutely right. How are you? The one and only. What- uh, I would be down for like a Soprano style Bib Fortuna show. Like right Ooh. after Return of the Jedi, how he takes over Jabba's operation and it's messy as messy as shit. And then he finally wins at the end and the show ends with Boba coming in and shooting. I've, I've, been, I've been saying, give me crime drama in Star Wars. Yeah. I need it injected in my veins. I mean, yeah. originally that's what George was going to do with 1313. <sighs> Think about that on steroids. I, don't, that I, think, I think it was just going to be crime. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, just committing crime, drama. not so much. Yeah, justice. Give me, give me Sopranos, Ozark, or Breaking Bad like, in space. Come on. Oh, my. Well, if that's not doing any Shakespearean stuff out there, you know. But Char. Is that what you think tri- crime is? No, that's you said crime drama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's crime dramas that. Come on. Anyway, let's start. Boba Fett and drama do not go together. I'm just telling you that right now. That's because he he doesn't have a lot of screen time to be like in a drama. Well, he doesn't have time for shit, you know? He doesn't have time for drama. Yeah, he'll jump on that Rancor and start blowing shit up before he gets all dramatic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But now it's time for Char's other segment. 
Oh, I like that segment. Uh, let's go. <laughs> Three interesting facts about a certain Rebels arc that you didn't know about until now. Part 20, Homecoming Edition. Fact one, created in Legends, now in canon. The Imperial Light Carrier Ship design is based on artwork by Doug Chain and Troy Vigil, created for the first edition of the Essential Guide to Vehicles and Vessels that was established or created in 1996, where it described the Rebel ship Flurry from the, Katie, the Kathy Tires book, The Truce of Bakura, that was published in 1994. The triangular shape of the vehicle put it more in line with the Imperial aesthetic, hence its use here. Fact two, an homage to the Battle of Ryloth. Cham's shoulder armor, Gobi's gauntlets, van braces and holster, and Numa's arm armor and belt are all salvaged pieces or salvaged pieces of a Ghost Company clone trooper kit. That's right. I oh, said that. Wow. I said that out loud when I was watching it with the Lannis. That's I said. Sorry. Fact sorry. three, she always remembered. On Numa's upper left arm, the word boil is written in Arvash, as well as a particular crest in reference to one of the clone troopers that rescued her in Star Wars The Clone Wars. She also has a faded Tuca illustration on her tunic. Mm. And wow. there you have it. Those are the three interesting facts about Homecoming. Wow. That was, that was the cool. most damaging three interesting facts you've ever We love Boil. Rest in peace, Boyle. Yeah, Rest Boyle. in peace. Oh. Hi, okay, Chris, what was the hardest... Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Clone Wars episode to get through with you and Steph. Oh, it was the very end. Um, was it? We edited it out, but we legit cried at the end because it just felt like. Yeah, we. Done. I think. I think it's at one point we said it felt like we were graduating from a high school we actually liked. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And we were gonna go do something else. It's like our whole identity at that point was Clone Wars, and then we yeah, it was. Leave. Um, and so that was really tough. Um, I think before that, um, Umbara was really tough. Um, yeah. I don't like. I don't like to be super critical of things, and Umbara is just not my jam, and it was Steph's jam, so we kind of came, to, no, came yeah. to clash on that one. Uh, so that was hard, too. Um, but I, yeah, at the very end was just the toughest. Um, it, we legit cried, and you know, you could probably, if you're on our Patreon, you could see the unedited version of the show, and we, you, know, you could see us weeping like bitches, but um, <laughs> it was it was, it was was tough. It was tough to get through it, and but we did. Um Obi-Wan Kenobi did not, uh, that did not prepare me for Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, <laughs> yeah. That one's just been generally tough. I can't wait till you guys get to Resistance. Mm. No, it's been, that's been Probably. killing me because I, I saw, uh, I saw the first two episodes. I was getting ready to like, breeze right through it. And Steph was like, let's do this podcast. And I said, okay, I'm going to wait to watch Resistance because I want to be fresh. 
completely uh, on that. So I have not seen the rest of Resistance. Resistance is so underrated. It's I've heard. I've heard. I am. It might be the most underrated show in Star Wars. Yeah. I. I. Or underrated I, anything. In Star I can't Wars. wait to watch it again so that I can actually like. I enjoyed it. It's not my favorite. But I there's a certain point I say in Resistance when it just takes a turn and. Again, you watch the show, you know what I'm talking about. And Ooh. it just kicks off. It just goes straight once over. Because there's 22 episodes per season. There's only two seasons. Once you once you get past episode 10 of season one, mm-hmm. boom, it goes way up. It, it gets wait. so good. Because it's like establishing these main characters for the first few episodes. And then you start to see conflicts develop within them. And, you know, the First Order gets involved. And yeah. a bunch of things happen. I it's crazy. honestly yeah. recommend, this is how we're probably going to do on Pod Ones. Do it in like three different runs. Do it like two, three to four episodes. Just go boom, 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 and just like that. Don't like do one offs because it doesn't really work. I and mean, you feel like mm-hmm. you can combine a lot of the storylines together because you'll never get it through it. Yeah, it's, it's it's tough. I will say that. But we will be doing starting August of this. Is it August of this year? We'll be done with Rebels. I thought it was. I thought it was September. September. It's right before. September. It's right when Ahsoka oh, yeah. drops. That's right. Yeah. So we'll get. We'll be doing. Uh, we'll be doing resistance. Which I love how we always talk about your timing. What I, the hell? My timing is fucking amazing. Like, uh, <laughs> we were talking about season seven of the Clone Wars, um, uh, or what event were we talking about uh, when Kenobi was coming out? It was the the. Why am I forgetting the name of the arc? It was the Zagarian slaver arc. Zygerian. yeah. Wait, so Zygeria. we were talking about the Zygerian slave arc when the first couple of episodes were of of Obi Wan were coming out, like around that time, and then Andor started dropping, and Ugh. we were taught we were getting we were in season one of Rebels, like mm-hmm. like almost towards the end of season one of Rebels. So like when he does the whole call out, like the heist. And then that event happens like chronologically. They happen sim- really close together. Yeah, I talked so, about how I, I think Ezra's call and Luthen's ending part in a uh, on Ferrix is what pushes the rebellion to go after Kanan. Yeah, it's it like my timing. I, I don't like. It's funny because you guys are we're we're kind of doing the similar like this mm-hmm. kind of like similar style of podcasting. But ours is so backwards. Like we started with Clone Wars, and we're doing it from release. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. once we're done with Resistance, we'll hit the live action. Oh, I see. Go, we won't go back to Bad Batch. We'll go Mandalorian season one. Uh, we'll go um, Mando, then Bad Batch. Right? Mando came out in 2019, and then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then season two came out later, twenty twenty. So do we? So so here's the real question: Do we do Mando season one? Do we do all of Mando? No, or I think we, we, no. I think we'll Mando season release order. W- release order. We go Mando season one, Bad Batch season one, Mando season no Mando season one, Mando season two, Bad Batch, Book of Boba Fett, Kenobi, and or back to Bad Batch. Wow, that's see, we're trying to do it in chronological. So the question becomes like, how are the other shows going to tie into man- the? How does the whole Mandoverse like like uh, unfold? Like, are we going to have to skip like a um, uh, Mandalorian to go into the season one Ahsoka and 
what about skeleton? Like I don't. There's so many unknowns right now. It's it's so. Oh weird. no! Yeah, we have it's acolyte so and skeleton crew this year. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, we, yeah. Acolyte's yeah. not gonna be. Twenty-four. Acolyte twenty-four. Spring twenty-four. We had this problem. We had this problem with the Marvel podcast because we're doing it chronological. So we did Captain Marvel before we did a lot of the other uh, uh, Marvel movies, and it's just like when we get to the you know multiverse era, I don't even know what the order's going to be. Kenny, so that's my problem. I can't get past episode three. Hunker down. Show Aunt Z some respect. Okay, that's all I got to say. Also, also, I like doing this. But what? <laughs> yes, yes. My response is yes. Yes, absolutely. Bad Batch season nine. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Bad Batch season nine. <laughs> All right. Um, but uh, let's get into ranking the episode. Uh, Chris, uh, there's the rankings. What were you? What, what? What's your ranking for this episode? Man, that's tough. I mean, you know. Twilight of the Apprentice is always going to be like my top favorite Rebels. So, are we doing what one out of ten scale? I forget. Oh, one out of five. Bad. One so it's five. so at the bottom. Bad. So I see. Bad is Ensign. Okay, Lieutenant. Good Captain. Yep. Great Admiral. And Chef's Kisses is like the best of the best is Grand Admiral. I'll give it Admiral. I mean, it's it's a gr- great episode. Tight tight script. Um, moves very quickly, but it makes its point when it needs to, and it, st- <sighs> it still leaves enough time for those little moments between characters. Uh, but not my absolute best favorite Rebels. But I love Rebels is my favorite uh, Star Wars story overall. So it's really hard for me to rank any of them. I I literally love every single episode of the show. Yeah. And Luke, we've had how many Grand Admirals so far? We've only, we've only had like three. I haven't been keeping track. Like I, I thought it was like story, one. Like I, I know. I thought we've had three. Uh, no, Grand Admiral. No. Okay. So the arc, the la- the season finale of epi- of season one was a Grand Admiral. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That the second, uh, the the first arc of season two was also another Grand Admiral. So we had two Grand Admirals back to back. But I don't think we've had any since. I think any episode with helicopter lightsabers is automatically going to be a. It's a W. Admiral. You know, it's an automatic yeah. W. Kenobi would have got a Grand Admiral, but you know, it didn't have a. It didn't have helicopter lightsabers, so we can't. We yeah. get Kenobi. Yeah. We can't yeah. do it by default. It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting because we're gonna change every single like ranking to what we to like to make sense with what we're talking about. Right. So it's like, like, what are we gonna do for resistance when it's just racing? Oh, first, second, or third place? No, it's going to be all the X-Wings. It's going to be like, we're going to have Chase give us the best X-Wings, worst the best, and that's going to be it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but um, Chris gives it an Admiral. Harris? I'm going to be an Admiral as well. I feel like it just it hits it so hard, and then the way that Chamsundula's arc gets changed by Hera being like, I learned from you. Stop caring about just Ryloth. One of the best moments in Rebels. Honestly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I give it an admiral as well. I think one of the favorite one of my favorite parts of this episode was when you see Kanan and Cham bonding, and then while Hera is just like, I don't like this. Oh, the best part is when <laughs> when she's like when like uh, Kanan comes in, she's like, your dad's not so bad, and she's like, yeah, yeah you haven't grown up with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, um, because when Kanan sounds like Kanan's talking about uh, or Cham's talking about Mace Windu, he's like. Oh, I remember Mace Windu. He would take out all those battle droids one to a hundred. And, and then Kane was like, I love hearing your stories. And then Champ's like, I love telling them. <laughs> also, I just realized that's probably a reference to the 2003 Clone Wars as the joke. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could probably. be. On Dantooine. 
but I feel like it's more towards that episode that he's in. It's more of the episode that's in, but I also could see it being like a Filoni, like how, yeah, how like, like Mace Windu, like is like, well, like over the top they, powered. Like how they do, um, like how Mike Chen references the 2003 Clone Wars, yeah. right? Yeah, or, yeah. or it's like the Revenge of the Sith novelization, how they describe Anakin and Obi Wan, like how people idolize the Jedi. Yeah, which is interesting. We could do a whole. Ooh, that's another concept that we could do for that. Oh, never mind. The Revenge of the Sith yeah. novel. Oh, god damn. That's that thing should be canon. Yeah, but for me overall, this episode's an admiral. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go an admiral too. It's it's a really solid episode. So um, it is a uh unanimous it's an admiral. admiral, but uh Kenny says Captain, great character development for Hera, but not much overall. Um Wow, that's that's super harsh. That I've, is very super hard. I've said a lot in the show. There's not a lot of much rankings would go below Captain. It doesn't really happen often. No. Uh, this, uh, the episode after Shrouds of Darkness, Chopper Base, that one might be... Don't you <laughs> dare disrespect Chopper Base like that. Chopper there. is not my... I, he's my least favorite character. You know what episode I'm excited to go through hey, with you, I Luke? Because Chopper. Chopper's not your I favorite. The one where uh, the two characters... R2 walk so that fucking chopper could run. So without R2D2, there is no chopper. Okay. Oh, oh no, absolutely. But trapped. chopper, chopper, chopper is like ex- <laughs> chopper is like extraordinary ex- chaos, like personified, and I love it. Luke, and you know he's also he's a, a villain. One unit, uh, R2 unit. <laughs> yeah. you, since you mentioned that, Luke, I'm excited to go to the episode in season three when uh. The entire like empire takes over Chopper for the entire episode, and it's oh, just a Chopper yeah. episode. It's gonna, be, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be like, hey, look, it's Chopper doing evil things again. Huh, I love that. I love that. I'm looking forward to when the Ahsoka show comes out that they're gonna have a Chopper droid wandering around Batu. I really want Chopper to like hit kids or something. Yes. Are <laughs> <laughs> you just, or you just hear like him go up to a random adult go bow, 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 and it's like like ran off. Yeah. All this yeah. episode yeah. for the rebels was to get them a new ship. That's it. Hmm. I don't know about that one. Mm. Wow, Kenny. Well, wow, the, the, the Kenny. shit that they went through to get the new ship. That's mm-hmm. that was what happened. <laughs> it's the friends we made along the way. Yeah, and also again, it's like that reinforcing the idea that there are different rebel cells, but they're not; they don't get yeah. along, and that's a that's a thing that happens throughout rebels. No, oh, yeah, Absolutely. look, I think we need to react to like a chopper compilation of just him just doing sassy stuff all the time. Just... I, I still think a segment on the show should be how many people have chopper killed this episode. Sadly, there was no chopper killing this episode. Anyway, three interesting facts. No, but he did. He did. He did. Cuz he was like, "What the fuck?" In that at that one part. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Chopper. I know. Champs and Duel betrayed us. <laughs> no. But uh, that is a. That's gonna be it for this episode. Um, Chris, thank you again so much for coming on. It was so awesome to have you on. Oh, that was uh, so much fun, guys! Thank you for inviting me. No, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, we can get you on for something uh, rather soon, uh, sooner rather than later. Um, but Chris, where can the fantastic people find you and your content? Yeah, so I have three podcasts. There's Dark Side Divas, which is the Star Wars chronological podcast where we go through the whole uh, story in order of again chronological order. Marvelous Divas, which is the same thing for Marvel, but for the MCU. And then uh, my newest podcast, For Light and Dice, it's a High Republic tabletop role-playing game. Uh, a bunch of queer folks from content 
the content community, some from the D&D community, some from other Star Wars podcasts come together and it's pure chaos and fun. I'm actually enjoying it, doing that one a lot. Uh, that's called For Light and Dice. Um, and then uh, you can find us like a Twitter, TikTok under all those different names. Uh, For Light and Dice is only on Twitter for right now because I don't have time to do other social media anymore. I'm social media out. No, yeah, I feel that. I kind, I kind of feel that with all the things that we've done the last couple of months. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. Dude, yeah. it was insane when it was like Andor, oh, Rings House of Power, Power, House of Dragon. Oh my, my! I was brain. like, this is why I can't be a nerd anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's a great. Oh, just uh, wait till Mando comes out with. Never a better time to be a nerd unless you're a content creator. On top of that, and yeah. it's like holy crap. Everyone's like, "Yay! All these amazing shows!" And all our content creators are like, "How are we going to cover everything?" Yeah, yeah. Because we would so like the schedule would be, would be, okay, uh, House of Dragon Sunday night. Harris would edit. Harris would edit, and then he would give it to me to cut up, and then that would release. And then Thursday would be regular podcast day, and then Thursday night into Friday would be Rings of Power, and then we'd have to do. Uh, it was just. And then, and then Andor wow. at the end. And then Andor came at the end. Andor, and... uh, dude, there was there was a time where they were all coming out. I think it was a two week stretch. All three of them were coming out at the same time. Those two weeks. Oh yeah, were and Andor, worst. we were debating just doing the first two, and then we're like, well, screw it, we're up anyway. Let's just do this third episode as well. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm so scared of covering Andor. That's a tough. That's a tough show. It's really tough. It's tough. It's it's very, good, very it's, very but intense. this is really tough. Yeah. A lot of conversations that a lot of people aren't ready to have, Mm-mm. and I think that's what and that's what different differentiates Andor from a lot of Star Wars content because it and and honestly, I'd throw Obi Wan in there as well because I think you have to think about characters and it really makes you think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like both of those shows really make you think about what they're what is this story trying to tell you? Yeah, and and. And or more for the political side of it, Obi Wan was more of like a character study where people weren't paying fucking attention at all. Oh, there's no politics in Star Wars. What are you talking about? No, <laughs> it's, not, it's not in the name. It's not in the name. Come on, jackasses. Uh, Harris, where can people follow you? On I love, I love, I love, I love how we just completely left the rails again. But anyway, you can find me at Hair Productions on TikTok and Instagram. You can find me at Hair underscore Edits on Twitter, and of course, you can find me here on the Pod Ones. Char Char J, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? Okay, well, Luke, now I prefer fantastic people. That's what you said. Oh, I was like, oh <laughs> Jesus. Okay, where can the fan... For fuck's sake, why, why are you being a diva? Not, no, not like good sake. divas fantastic. that they are. Not You're you're being an asshole, all right? No, I'm not being good to the fantastic people. <laughs> also... Shout out Luke. to Kenny for keeping yeah. track of this. He's counted every single time the show is derailed. That is not <laughs> But also, before I, before I, you know, tell where I, the good, the fantastic people can follow me, I just want to read this. Yes, X-wing about Ray Skywalker was flying that ships. His hides in the missions. Captain Rex was there as my take. The chopper has a voices and is me my, right, my real right, name. Right. I play chopper voices just it. now. We, we it. 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 Okay, I wonder. Does this person use ChatGTT as their, like, comment? Like, they just go type in the most know. random thing and see what they come out with? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, we, we got to stop feeding Kenny. We got to stop feeding Kenny. Oh. But anyways, fantastic people. You can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at char char. J is spelled right here. And you can find me here at the Pop Ones podcast every Thursday night as we cover our Star Wars Rebels rewatch. You can find us at the Pod Ones on all of our social medias. Go check out our Bad Batch reactions. 
Uh, it's it. We 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 put that content out. It it doesn't get a whole bunch of views, but I feel like that's because Bad Batch doesn't get much respect because it's animation. But if you want to support us, go 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 check out that video. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, if you don't want to miss any of our other videos, next week we will be back. Uh, talking about the Zeb and Callus. You get uh, Feral Alanis. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. And also tomorrow, check us out on Chris's Twitch. And well, here, here. Yep. As we talk about um, diversity or the, not, the, not the diversity, the divisiveness of the Cancel Bite sequence in The Last Jedi. Oh, I can't wait for that one. It's going to be wild. But that's going to be it. On to the next one. Flight and Fly. We are all the Republic. And may the wah, 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 be with you. Always. Always. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.